Live from the Midtown studios of KFNX, it's Grateful Heart Radio with your host, Rebecca Rains. Welcome to our show and thanks for listening. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show where we bring you the three E's. Educate, empower, and engage. We like to bring our listeners accurate information instead of headlines or sound bites designed to simply attract attention. We want to help you to make your real estate and personal financial decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Rebecca Raines of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. We are very proud to be part of the Timely Balanced Truths Network. We are live every week on Mondays at 11 a.m., so if you have a question, please call us at 602-277-5369. Today on our program, we have some fantastic guests for you. Live in the studio with me is Dr. Bill Petit, Jr., MD, psychiatrist, and he has quite the resume. He, he received his undergraduate at Creighton University out of Omaha, Nebraska, which coincidentally is where Berkshire Hathaway is founded, and the University of Illinois College of Medicine as well. He, the pedigree goes on and on and on. He's board certified in psychiatry, has been practicing for 50 years. But what's especially special for me with Bill is he's sitting across the table for me to help educate us on the three principles intervention, which is the name of his company. And calling in all the way from Hawaii is his longtime friend of 35 years, the author of the book, The Secret of Love, Christine Heath. Chris, you there? I'm here. Yay. I'm Aloha. So, Aloha from Hawaii. One thing I love about your book, Chris, I have gone through it. Well, actually, there's a, few, a lot of things that I love about your book. The first one being is Bill actually wrote your last page. Bill, talk to us about that. Well, you know, I, I forget even exactly what I said, except I was like you. I was really touched as I read Lori and Chris's book. Uh, just the, the depth of it, the reality of uh, the practicality, uh, and yet the profundity. And, uh, and so uh, Christine asked me if I would, and I was glad to do so. Well, I want to hear all about how you two met. But before I get into that... Chris, I love the fact that on page 207, second to the last sentence, I just thought this was so in line with my show, The Grateful Heart TV. You wrote, and I'm sure you remember this, I am still just as jazzed about the power of this work and I feel so grateful to have fallen in love with life. Mm. I am so grateful that I was able to become one of Sid's students. Mm. It was the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. I am forever grateful to him for helping not only me, but the entire mm. world. Mm. And that's how she finishes her book. I am all about being grateful and what it brings to our lives. And I think it's amazing. The two of you guys have been friends for so long. So right before we started the show, I think Bill asked you, Christine, how did you guys meet? Do you remember? We met I think we met, it's quite a long time ago, you know, but I think we met at the Advanced Human Studies Institute in Coral Gables, Florida, which was at the time the only place that you could really go mm-hmm. to learn more about this and talk more about how to uh, bring it into the field of psychiatry and psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what you remember, Bill? Yeah, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, I know that you and Joe were there probably six months to a year before I Am I correct? Like 1982, yeah. were you? Yeah. But 
I think we were down there for for, for con- some for kind program. of an event or something. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. Oh, and, and you yeah. guys are both from the same part of the country originally. That's where I assumed you two had met. Now, now, Christine, I did not know what all these letters behind your name meant. L M F T C S A C M A C. Besides being the author of The Secret of Love, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Yes, I've been, um, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I am also a master addiction counselor. And so I have um, been working in the field of uh, counseling for, since 1976. And in, in doing that, I uh, started out working with people that had pretty severe addictions and also had trauma in their life from sexual abuse or from um, physical abuse, that kind of thing. And and so as a result of that, um, I've been working, you know, in the field of chemical addiction, eating addiction, any kind of addiction, basically. And... um, just trying to, uh, when I changed over the principles, that's mainly my work, so I don't really, like, focus on problem areas. I focus more on health in people. So now it doesn't really matter what the the problem is people come to me for, but that's kind of how I got into that work. And that's what, to me, is so interesting about the three principles is it really doesn't matter. Now, I know... um, when I met Bill the first time, thanks to you connecting us, he had shared with me his story. And I think we all have a story of what brought us to the table, brought us here today to, to talk about. And that's the most empowering part is sharing our stories. Now, Bill, mm. I know you had said, and I know, Chris, you had also told me yourself, you once you guys discovered every the three principles, everything changed in your lives for both of you. I'd like to hear, Bill, What what? tell us about your background um, and what led you to define the three principles. Well, you know, my background, as, as you said, I graduated from medical school and I finished psychiatry and I'd been, I was in the Navy at the time. I was a chief of psychiatry at the nuclear submarine base at Groton, Connecticut for three years. And I left the Navy, I left the psychiatry because I didn't see people really being helped um, consistently or uh, really effectively. From the traditional methods the of traditional therapy, method. right? I myself had gone in and out of clinical depression for 21 years and uh, through the years had seen six different psychiatrists and they helped me through difficult times. They were good people, but right. but not one of them had taught me how to um, fall in love with life, as Chris said. And isn't that a beautiful concept? I think we'd all love to fall in love with life. And it, gratitude definitely is a big part of that. Now, Christine, before you got, before you found the three principles, you were practicing in, in therapy. What led you to find the three principles? Did something happen in your life that got you to the place of where you're like, this just isn't working for my patients? Or what are, where, where did you come from before you, before you discovered them? Well, two things. One is is that I wasn't happy, and my clients weren't happy, mm. and so I was going to get out of the field because I thought it was personally a bunch of crap. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, people would get a little bit better. They'd feel, you know, cared about. They would be listened to, and, and so, you know, they, they would 
feel a little bit better, but they weren't happy. And I could see they weren't healthy. I was just kind of helping them to manage their life. And I wasn't happy. And that was more <laughs> more what I was concerned about. And one of the things that I thought was that if I got married, I'd be happy. And, um, of course, the reason I went to the training was because I thought it would be a better way to meet men than bars. Oh. <laughs> you did write that in your book. I remember reading that. Yeah. So, you know, I was looking for love in all the wrong places, and I went to the to the training and fell in love. And then it was over was. It was over from that point. I've already been warned yeah. we need to go to commercial break. In case those of you guys were just joining us, you are listening to Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show, and we are here every Monday at 11 AM. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains, and with me in the studio right now is Dr. Bill Petit, and calling in from Hawaii is Christine Heath. I am so excited to hear the rest of your guys' stories when we come back from break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with you. Motivational Arizona Real Estate and Business Show on Independent Talk, KNF, KFNX, eleven hundred AM. With me now, and I, I am, I just got corrected, Doctor Bill Pettit. I said it wrong earlier. I apologize, Bill. I promise not to do it again. Not a problem. And if I do, you can just kick me under the table. Not a and Christine, are you still on the call with us from Hawaii? I'm still here. Wonderful. I'm glad we didn't lose you. I did hear your dogs in the background momentarily, and I thought, oh, I miss my Jake. He's such a sweet boy. <laughs> right now, I'm ready to kill him. Oh. <laughs> now, is that some of the anger coming out that I heard Bill talking about in his profile? I, I sure hope not. I thought you guys with these three principles knew how to keep that under check. Uh, I'm just teasing you. You know, uh, doesn't mean you don't have the thoughts. It doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you don't, don't have, have the thoughts. thoughts. I, I agree. So the three principles was based off of or founded by a gentleman by the name of Sid Banks. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Correct. Okay. So and that is that was who was teaching the seminar you two met so long ago at way back when we think thirty five or so years ago. Well, I don't know that was Sid there, uh, Chris, uh, but I certainly my first experience. Of um, you know of meeting Sid was interestingly on April Fool's Day, 1983. Oh, that's uh, awesome that you remember it, exactly well, the day. It was perfect because here I am with 26 and a half years of schooling and uh, in psychiatry for nine years, and within and struggling with depression for 21 years, and within 20 minutes, I realized this man who's has little formal education knows a thousand times more about mental health than I do. Now, he, he was out of England or Ireland or Scotland, isn't he, across in Europe somewhere or was? I'll let Chris uh, talk, uh, answer that. Okay, Chris, <laughs> like, apparently he's deferring to you on this one. 
No, well, he um, he grew up in Scotland uh-huh. and then um, moved to Canada. And when, when he had his experience, he was living in a small island called Salt Spring Island, which is an island off of Vancouver Island in British Columbia. He had his experience. That sounds intriguing. What kind of experience did he have, Chris? Well, he dropped into a really deep state of consciousness where he was able to... Uh, in a sense, uh, go before thought. So then, and go ahead. I'm sorry. And he literally transformed. He just he he had what we would call an, an enlightenment, where he dropped into such a deep state of consciousness. He saw how we create our experience of reality. Now that's very profound. Did he do that through meditation, or how did that come about? Well, he didn't do anything. He was just walking along a beach, and he he dropped into that state, which is the beautiful thing about it is that it's something that happened through him, in a sense, and it can happen to anybody. So he wasn't doing anything or reading anything or trying anything or interested, really. He wasn't like uh, a seeker in that way. It just came to and him. Yeah, it's it's like what he's talking about, what he was pointing to is that we all have this innate ability to live in a really deep state of consciousness. And he he slipped into it in in a moment and when he came back, he saw a different reality, which is the three principles, the mind, the consciousness and the thought, correct? Mhm. Yeah, that's what he that's what he, he didn't at first come out with those three things. He was talking about what he saw and as he as time went on, he was able to kind of synthesize what he saw into a, a form that we could comprehend uh, comprehend and, and share. Well, and that's the, I think the challenge here is it just seems like such a concept like to be happy, right? It shouldn't be so hard to explain how are you happy? One thing I, I caught note on um, something that Bill had given me was, well, actually, I think it was about his class that there's one cause and one cure to all mental suffering. And I thought that was profound in itself. And when you're talking about that, really what he's talking about is the one cause and one cure to mental suffering is what, Bill? Do you remember what you told me? Well, I told you it's chronic mental stress. But, you know, Sid actually said, he said all mental sickness comes from the lack of understanding of these and the innocent misuse of mind, thought, and consciousness that we're literally using mind, thought, and consciousness to create our experience every moment of our life. And if we don't have an understanding of that, like me, we live in the backwash, if you will, uh, of, of whatever we're thinking and, and think that it's real. Like, for example, point okay. A of your sheet here says, okay. I thought others made me angry. I did. And yeah. that, isn't that a, such a common belief by many it people is. walking around is, Oh, that person makes me so angry. Right. But in fact, it's not them making me angry. It's what? It's me. I, I, real, I came to realize that I had the anger machine metaphorically in my back pocket. And when people didn't do what I didn't wanted them to do or life didn't do what I wanted them to do or in, in the way I wanted them to do it, etc., I turned on the anger machine and then blamed it on the closest thing to me. Which 
you know, my 16-year-old <laughs> likes to do to me all the time. And I had uh, shared with, well, before we, we went on air with Bill, as you know, Christine, um, you know, <clears throat> there's many parents who are probably listening and who can relate to their children, you know, upset with them saying, you do this to me, or even in uh, reaction, us thinking the same thing of our kids. And it's so common to put the blame but what was very empowering to Bill was that he realized he was the one responsible. And our show is about empowering people with the knowledge and information. And so can you explain a little bit more about how, how did you come to that understanding, Bill, that you were the responsible person? Well, I, you know, as I said, you know, it's been incremental for me. And I think Chris would say the same thing. I'm still having insights. There's... Uh, you know, Sid always said there's an infinite number of doors of insights into the nature of these principles. And life has continuously, incrementally gotten gentler over the last 37 years. But the first thing I saw was, I saw, I, I did see that, that I was the one thinking, I was the one creating the anger. I saw that. Uh, and and um, that made a difference. And I, and I saw that all I had to do was to, if you will, leave my thinking alone until I, until I came back to mental well-being. That, that's huge, that mental well-being is like a cork that you can push under the water, but as soon as you let go, the cork comes back to the surface. It absolutely does. I, I know reading through what you guys have provided me, is there an easy way to summarize the three <laughs> principles? It just, you know, like layman's term, if I gave you each two <laughs> minutes, can you, can you explain to me, what are the three <laughs> principles, guys? <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Oh, do you like how he puts you on the spot first, Chris? <laughs> Are you there? Maybe not. Maybe. Oh, did we lose Chris? No, no, I'm oh, here. Oh, I just you're put thinking? you on uh, mute. I have a little uh, oh. uh, competition here for sound. Oh, okay. Um, I uh, I was laughing uh, when Bill said that. That's um, <laughs> quite funny but yeah to me the three principles are really just describe like how our experience works so mind is the energy that creates all things right so it's Correct. it's the life force it's our spiritual essence it is what a lot what kind of turns on our brain what you know like your brain doesn't work without you and so we are that pure spiritual essence and we have these two gifts these other two gifts that come with it, and one is the ability to be aware of a reality, the ability to be aware that we're thinking, the ability to be aware that we have this innate ability to be healthy, and thought is the ability to form ideas in our head and to, to be able to think about things, to create things, to hold information, to put them together, put the information together in different ways. So when you're in your book on page 32, I'm reading and following along, uh, you have defined the same thing what you just said. Are these principles interchangeable or is, are they in order? Like number one, mind, number two, consciousness, number three, thought. No, they're not. They're, they kind of work as a trinity. Okay. So they, they work together in the moment. So there's really just mind there's really just the energy of life, and it kind of breaks down into thought and consciousness. At least that's my best take. Maybe, mm -hmm. Bill, you can 
No, I think that's well said, Chris. Well, we need to go take a break here in just a minute. So I'd like to hear, Chris, thank you so much for your definition. And now I'm going to ask Bill to expand upon it when we come back from break. Because ultimately, I want to bring us all back to feeling empowered to find our own personal happiness from within and realizing that we are actually responsible for what we conceive as our personal realities. And that is a huge place, a part of you know, once you find your happiness, then you can go after anything that you want to have in life to consider yourself successful, whether it's in business or in your personal life. Wouldn't you guys agree? That said, we want to, we want to take a quick break, pay some bills, run some commercials. You are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show. And we will be back in just a moment. Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk KFNX 1100 AM. Just a reminder, guys, we are here live every Monday at 11 AM. So if you have any questions, please feel free to call us at 602-277-5369. In case you just joined us, you are listening to Dr. Bill Petit. 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 Thank you. I said it wrong again. I'm sorry. I said I wasn't going to. And Christine Heath. Both of them practice in the three principles in what they do to help people in psychiatry, therapy. Christine is calling in all the way from the Hawaii Counseling Center and Education Center on the Big Island, which I love your your, uh, coin term, Chris, it's in the feeling. Pretty cool, I love your logo. And a while on break, Bill had just brought up a really good point. Bill, do you remember what that was? Well, I, I was looking at the sign here, motivational. Um, you know, the only people you have to motivate are people that are stressed. Because when people are in a lighthearted, loving, peaceful state of mind, they don't need motivation. They have all their God-given gifts available to them, and they have all the freedom to utilize them. So that kind of goes right back to where I was reading your bullet points, that there is just one cause and one cure to all mental suffering, which is chronic mental stress. What are the common stresses that you find when you're talking with people that you're working to help? Well, see, that's that this it is it's difficult to talk about, especially in a short period of time, Rebecca, because what we what we have adopted in our uh, culture, the word stresses. There's no such thing. There are life has challenges, right? But that doesn't we we give them power power to be the stress, and so depending on our level of understanding, people take on some people take on five units of stress from every hundred units of challenge, and some people take on ninety eight units. So isn't that kind of like that whole concept of life is ten percent what happens to you and ninety percent how we react to it? Well, it, it's. I think 98% of what your understanding is of how the system works that Christine was talking about. Which is, again, the intelligence of all things, which is our mind, the gift that enables us to observe and experience is the consciousness, and the universal thought, which allows us to think our way through cosmic drama, which I love. I, I was really blown away by your book, Christine, because you have it is just full of examples. And I know that the premise, the secret of love, 
unlock the mystery and leash the magic. You would think that this is just about romantic relationships, but honestly, love travels everything. Friendships, children, parent, you know, it, it goes on and on, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. I mean, love is, to me, love is a word we use to describe this innate ability to live in this incredible experience of life. Mm-hmm. And when we're connected up, when, when I, you know, it's just a matter of really seeing that we just think too much and we don't know that this good feeling is inside of us. So we're always trying to figure out how to find that feeling outside of us. And I think that's what causes most stress is that we just don't know that we're thinking and that their thinking is creating our distress. Is that where do you think a lot of people fall into the trap of um, maybe chemical dependence where they're trying not to think so much and they try to escape whether it's alcohol or drugs? Both of you guys have that background. I I think all of life is, most people in life are, are going too fast in their head and when we go too fast in our head we kind of know that we innately know that's not how we could feel and so we go back to trying things that we look around and we see like oh that might help or this might help or this makes me feel good i like that and then we start doing that looking for that innate sense of peace that we have inside already and it just doesn't work but we keep doing that because we keep thinking it's the thing to do right well we're looking outside of us instead of inside of us right bill right that's right exactly what chris is saying yeah yeah and i mean it just sounds to me like and that and that's where a lot of the examples that you have are there any particular examples that come to mind that you'd like to share with us from your book christine or or not necessarily in the book but anything that comes to mind like i'd love to have a, a case study that you could share with us or bill well i'm working it's no, fine no go, go ahead, ahead chris. no no please go ahead chris oh it doesn't matter to me i can yeah um, no please go ahead i was just meeting with a couple just this last mm-hmm. weekend and they were 95 percent sure they were going to get divorced mm-hmm. and uh about a month ago and the husband had a drinking problem the wife had an affair and they wow. were sure they were going to get divorced and i just kept pointing them back to see that it was just their thinking causing their unhappiness with each other and with life and all of a sudden the woman came in and she said oh my god i'm not going to get divorced this is the man i want to be with for the rest of my life and i can't believe i had all that negative thinking about him and so within two weeks they're like on a trip Uh, they're going to move to new zealand and do their dream trip that they've always wanted to do so they went from the throes of divorce to basically being in the honeymoon stage in their relationship it sounds like once they realized how much power their thoughts really had towards the unhealthy versus the healthy that's right awesome anything come to mind bill of an example that you'd like yeah, to share? yeah i'd with love us? to take a crack at that because you know what chris is pointing to is is very powerful that that universal we a, a very quick example if you take plant uh, flowers and you cover them over except for one place the the flowers literally bend toward the sun Mm-hmm. They don't have a choice not to, right? Because they're guided by this divine mind or universal mind, or okay. 
the whales go down and have their babies in Hawaii, and they come back to the Northwest every year with a different song. The adolescent ones don't pick up Tupac uh, off one of the uh, cruise ships and say, I'm going to do that song. Right. They all have, okay. It, again, you could go through nature a thousand examples because, because they're guided by this universal mind. We are guided by the same universal mind that the plants and the, and the animals are, only we have two things. We can know what we're made of, mm -hmm. and we can listen to our own thinking instead, as Chris said. Well, and isn't that what we were sharing earlier? It brings me to just being in the present moment. Instead of letting your thoughts keep going back to the past, the things that made you angry, you know, how so-and-so upset you, and getting out of your head and just being content with today. The, the trolls in uh, Frozen 2 mm -hmm. say, uh, if everybody even knew this, th there's a song called The Fixer Upper uh, from the trolls, and they say, uh, nobody makes good decisions when they're angry, scared, or stressed. Absolutely. And if people just knew that, what right. the trolls say. <laughs> just knew, little trolls. And knew that it would pass. Mm -hmm. that, see, people don't know, like, like uh, um, Chris was pointing to, people don't know that we're having a thought-created experience. And, it, and if we don't like experience. it, if we don't like the feeling that it's creating, because the feelings are our thoughts in action. Mm -hmm. And they let us know when we're off track. So say that again, Bill, because that's really profound. Feelings are thought in action. The feeling are thoughts in action. So when you're upset. When you're upset and all you have to know is to leave your thinking alone, get present as best as you can, and it'll pass in two to three minutes. You'll, your feeling level will come back. Then but that emotion that you're feeling. It'll pass. But see, people don't know that. I, I kiddingly tell a little 10-year-old boy, he said, what do you do when you're really angry? And I said, well, when I have a lot of angry thoughts, I put duct tape on my mouth and I sit on my hands till it passes. <laughs> and I'm sure you don't really put tape no, on your mouth. No, he said, let me see your duct tape. And I said, no, but I learned through the hard way that when I'm upset, when I have not not at peace, to keep my mouth shut and to keep my hands to myself because it causes problems for me and other people. So when you're doing the principles and you're doing them the right way, you, the, I mean, and I'm reading from Chris's book here on oh. page 33, the way the energy of life comes through us, we create our reality. Mm. So it's really the way we look at things. Is that what you're trying to say? No, we, we literally, Chris, you want to, Chris is the author there, but we're literally, all of us are creating our own experience of life. And that's why Chris can work with couples because you start to realize your spouse is not experiencing the same reality you are. That is profound again. I keep saying profound over and over again, but it's so true. And I, I love so many things in your book, Chris, and, and even your, I, I have visited with uh, Dr. Bill Pettit, I'm saying it right this time, mm -hmm. with my daughter. And he really said some wonderful things to the two of us. And then I received an email talking about exploring the mind brain body behavior connection so as chris said earlier that it was a trinity of these three things connected together is really where the magic happens now i know i've been asked to take another break this is our last break before the end of the show so when we come back we are going to summarize up the three principles and why you guys out there need to listen and learn about them, okay? We all, we all want you happier, making better decisions. This is Motivational Arizona Real Estate and Business Show, Grateful Heart Radio. We'll be back right after the break. Smash
And you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk KFNX, 1100 AM. Those of you guys listening, in case you just joined us, I have Dr. Bill Pettit and Christine Heath on the phone, author of her book, The Secret of Love. And Bill has been practicing for 50 years. So I I would think that he's got a little bit of information and insight he can share with the rest of us here. And while we were on break... He was very chomping at the bit to share with you guys what, Bill? Well, just the second thing that I saw after seeing that I was creating my experience was that my my late wife of 31 years and I, we were living in separate realities. We loved each other dearly, but it seemed like we were constantly arguing about something, about who was right. And I, I came away from meeting with Mr. Banks. Very soon I realized... We, nobody is living in in the same reality. Everybody is experiencing, and even every individual during the day experiences life differently, depending on their feeling state. Right. And so I real that what I really realized, if this is a person that I truly love, then why would I not be interested in listening, just listening to understand better the experience that they're having of life. Well, and you wrote right here, I stopped arguing and began to listen to understand and many separate realities and the state of mind and my feeling came out of my eyeballs and affected what I saw. So once you change that perception, then your reality changes. Everything does. Yeah. Because see, the default setting, as Chris is saying, is a state of happiness. That's what's inside of us. So we all just really want to be happy. Well, we are. We are. We all have happiness and we all want it. But we innocently get in the way of looking outside. To, we don't know it's, it's, we've already got what we're looking for. That, and that's that unconscious mind that perhaps we haven't discovered yet? Well, Is that a fair statement? I don't know about unconscious mind. We, it's, we just don't realize because we're, so, we're, like Chris said, we're always thinking too much about things and trying to figure things out. I, you know, and, and it, it, I, it just seems like it's so easy, yet it's so hard. If you watch small children, they, they're, they're, they're in the present moment. Oh, my goodness. vast majority of the time. And that's, all, that's what Sid used to say. He said, here I've spent 27 years trying to get people back to the only thing that exists. Which is the present moment. Which is the present. Yeah. Because time is not linear. It's all over the place, right? Hey, Christine, um, are you here with us right now? I am. I do have a little background music. It's okay. We we you know it sounds great on our end. You know, we're coming into the wrapping up our show. And I know one thing I wanted to ask you about was just to kind of continue where we left off right before the last break. You were sharing with us that amazing story of your clients that you just helped that were on the brinks of divorce and next thing are taking this fantastic trip to New Zealand. Uh, like basically it sounds like they recon- rekindled and reconnected. And that was all because of what? Well, no, I mean, what happened is they woke up to the fact that they were caught up in their thinking, and they thought that the problem was the other person. Again, blaming the other side instead of taking responsibility, right? Well, it's just, it's really kind of an illusion that thought creates, 
that we're thinking and it looks like that's life. Mm. So the way what we see in life is what we're thinking on, thinking about, what we're seeing in thought. And so it looks like it's the other person and that's how most people get trapped is that they don't know that thought creates an illusion and that what you're seeing in life what you're thinking. So it really feels like the other person is causing your distress. Where in and fact, so they're creating they it. should change so I can feel better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and I love how both of you guys chuckle because you've seen this so many times in the people that you've helped over the well, years. Well, we've lived it. <laughs> and you've lived it. <laughs> right, Chris? <laughs> yeah. I mean... You know, you know, I love, you know, you tell us at the end of your book, Christine, about how you finally found your happiness and your happy place. And I love how you describe <laughs> Sam and the island and your dogs and everything else. And, you know, I personally, I thank God every night when I go to bed hmm. for my beautiful life that I get to live. And it all comes from gratitude and being grateful and just having your heart in a, the right place. Um, and then ultimately, you guys have so much to share, and this this show does it doesn't even touch the surface of it. So I know we need to wrap things up. I would love to have your guys' final thoughts and how people can get a hold of you. Chris, your book is on Amazon. That's how I ordered my copy, The Secret of Love. And I would love mm-hmm. to encourage everybody who's listening to get their own copy because it is just chock full of examples of like what she just shared. And it really, it can help blow your mind open. And then, Bill, you are getting ready to teach a course on Zoom, correct? Like eight, eight week long, two hour classes for a very affordable price, exploring the mind, brain, body, behavior connection. Again, the trinity between the mind, brain, body. And I would love both of you guys to talk about that and your final thoughts, please. Bill, go ahead. You're well, here in front of me. Well, just really quick. It, it, the, the, our website, my uh, lovely wife, Linda, and I, my website is www.thedrsthedoctorspettit.com, and people can find out about anything that they want there. Yeah. And there's a ton of videos. I know that you directed me there, and mm-hmm. I learned a lot before I came to visit with you. And your eight weekly Zoom calls of two hours each, that's also where they can log in and learn about your class. Right. So final thoughts on the three principles. Like, So for example, Ashley, who's sitting here behind the camera, what, what would you wanna give her advice on or anybody listening about the three principles? <laughs> Chris, you want to go first? (laughs) You guys keep doing that to each other. You're bad, Bill. You are bad. Well, what I I tell anybody is, look, this this is all about learning how to live in mental well-being, not experiencing it every once in a while, not managing your stress. And if you want to learn how to live in a healthier, happier, more alive place, uh, then you should check it out. And who doesn't want that? you know, there's a, there's a, a, a website called SidBanks.com yeah. uh-huh. where you can listen to Mr. Banks talk about the principles. There's lots of things online. You can check out um, lots of different people talking about it in different ways in business, in families, in addictions, in mental health. It's just kind of the, uh, the best thing since chicken soup. Put a, put a little clue in about the program that you just had this weekend that's going to be available, Chris, from three Oh, good idea. Thank you. Yes. Um, the, there's a website um, called Three Principles Global Community. It's 3pgc.org. And uh, we had an around-the-world conference this weekend where we had speakers in 
uh, time zones that went all the way around the world twice. And so we started like Friday morning uh, at 11 o'clock Pacific time and then different speakers would speak for an hour and it went all the way around the world. So it was like wrapping a lay of love around the world um, through the internet. And all of those talks are going to be edited and available to people on 3PGC if you want to, if you missed it and you want to catch up on it. It's just the most wonderful experience. People are all talking from a really deep feeling of understanding and love and really talking about how anybody can learn this and anybody can change. And Chris, Dean, you also do take patients on Zoom, whether they're in Hawaii or not. How do they find you if they want to connect with you? Um, you can find me at um, hcechawaii.com, and, um, or you can call the office, which is 808-254-6484. Perfect. I actually don't do patient. I can see patients only in Minnesota and Hawaii, but I do coaching just for teaching people the principles uh, for, with people around the world. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. And then, Bill, how about you? Well, same thing. I don't see patients anymore. I see human beings. And, and, I love that. And, and I'm not in <laughs> clinical practice. I just share the principles. That's all I do. And um, so they can, um, my, my phone, the, well, the, again, the email, the www.thedoctorspedit.com. And this class you're getting or, ready to start at the end of March. March you said 25th. you're actually going to turn it into a book as well. So we'll yes. have both of you as authors. Have you, yeah. have you uh, written a book before? I have not. Well, that's exciting stuff, and I'm, I'm, I'm personally looking forward to Bill's class. I hope those of you guys that have listened have enjoyed it. I mean, who doesn't want to be happy? Seriously, folks, because guess what? When you're happy, you know, that's what, like Chris said at the end of her book, you know, you get to fall in love with life and enjoy every minute that we get to be here, right? Yeah. I haven't met the person right. that wants to die righteously miserable. No. No, I, that, that person doesn't exist, doesn't exist. right? <laughs> no. So I, I want to thank both you guys. What a great show. Okay. I want to thank... Stephen, our technical engineer for running the board. And again, Ashley, great job with the videography. And I must thank both of you, our expert contributors, Dr. Bill Pettit and Christine Heath calling in from Hawaii. You've been listening to Grateful Heart Radio on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. I'm your host, Rebecca Raines. Next week, we have another fantastic hour for you. Our guest will actually be Jane Elizabeth, psychic medium astrologer here out of Arizona. She is going to be a hoot. I cannot wait to see her um, come in here in person. You know, I'm always trying to bring you guys uh, just different content, not just always real estate, because that could get a little boring sometimes. But in the meantime, check us out, Grateful Heart TV. I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us this week. And we'll see you next Monday, 11 a.m. right here. Thank you. The information and opinions you hear on this radio show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of KFNX, its affiliates, management, or advertisers.